welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Um, today you've only got me. Um, so yeah, let's get on with the podcast. Before I do start the podcast, I want to shout out a massive thanks to our sponsors, which is runesilk.com. They're a beard care company and tenga.co.uk. They're a sex toy company. Um, you get 10% off your first purchase. Um, so type in the code Tin Biscuit at checkout. That's Tin Biscuit, capital T, capital B, to get 10% off your first order. Also, I won't ever charge for my content. It's always going to be free. Um, but if you do want to support the podcast or make a donation, you can do through PayPal to the Tin Biscuit Podcast 3 at gmail.com. Right, let's get into the podcast. Today, I want to talk about magic tricks. Um, I've been into magic for a long, long time, ever since I was like at junior junior school um, and secondary school. So when I went to secondary school, uh, I decided to get um, magic lessons. <laughs> I rung up a local magician and I said, do you teach magic to people? And we came to some agreement and I had magic lessons about, one, about once a week for a month to two months. Um, I first got into magic because I really liked people like Paul Daniels um, and things like that. <laughs> uh, one of the best tricks that I think still holds up today are the cup and balls. I think if that's done, that's probably one of the best tabletop magic tricks you'll find. Um, I was never really into the illusion side of things like um, Copperfield and people like that, but I did like the close-up magic. Um so yeah, it was the coin tricks, the magic, um, close-up magic tricks, sorry, that I sort of like got into. So yeah, I went to these um, magic lessons and I learned the fundamental building blocks of how real magic tricks work. Um, the real art to magic I find, and that impresses me, is um, misdirection. And like the way the magician performs a trick, because the mechanics of the trick isn't all that difficult per se. Um, one of the first tricks I learnt um, to do, and I actually built my own gadget for this, because a lot of the tricks just work on gadgets. Um, and one of the first ones, this one, was the vanishing hanky. So basically, you put an hanky into your hand, you blow on your hand... And then the Yankee disappears. They, the Yankee, the hanky disappears. So basically, and before I get into it, I did forget to put a warning on. I will be exposing some magic tricks and telling you how they work. So how this trick works is basically you've got a container in your hand. Uh, you put your hanky into the container. And that container is attached to either a bit of string, a pulley system, or a bit of an elastic. And when you Below your hand, you sort of make a pullback motion, or you can do, and then that will shoot up, up your sleeve. That's the basics of vanishing the hanky. Um, the other tricks that I learned was coin tricks, which is a lot of palming. So you put, a, you pretend to put a coin in one hand, close your fist, blow on your fist, and the coin's gone. It never actually leaves the other hand. All these are be, uh, basically basic tricks. So I have made notes last night, so I am reading my notes. Um, some of the more gadgety tricks, things like um, Dynamo. Uh, he's he's a really good magician, but he uses a lot of gadgets. Um, one of the gadgets that I that I did like was done by David Blaine. 
and he did a trick called bite off coin. So he got a coin off somebody in the street, put it in his mouth, pretended to bite half of it off, chew it in his mouth, then blow it, and it's then it sort of blew back to the coin. All that basically is is a coin that's cut in half with a bit of elastic round, so it folds on on itself. Um, and then obviously it's he gives the real coin back so that involves a lot of palming and that is also a gadget uh the coin you can buy off amazon um it's like a split coin as i say that's got a bit of elastic around it that is also the same gadget is also used in for a coin in the bottle if you have ever seen a magician put a coin into a bottle like slam it into the bottle and, and like the coins in there and the coin drops out that's exactly the same sort of coin that they use for that trick. Again, as the coin drops out of the bottle, he will catch that in one of his hands and he will drop the palmed coin. Um, oh, what's my phone doing? I am doing this off my phone. I'm doing it in my car. I thought I would um, park up at the seafront and have some nice scenery. But it's raining, so... So there. The other gadget that you'll see him use, uh, David Blaine does use this one as well, is uh, you tie your own shoelaces. So basically, your shoelace is undone. He shakes his leg about a bit. And his shoelaces um, tie themselves up. That's also a gadget. You can also buy that off. I think you can get that off Amazon. But you can definitely get that off... Um, um, magic stores. Right. So yeah, at... Magic lessons, I basically learn a lot of card tricks um, and the mechanisms of them. So I will just, just, just for a footnote, if someone ever says pick a card, half the time you're not picking the card, they're making you pick the card they want you to pick, the, magi the magician wants you to pick. And that is called a fault, a forced card. Um, one of the forced card mechanisms that I, I will call them mechanisms because I can't think of anything else to say. One of the first card tricks I learned was something called the slip force. So the slip force is basically you riffle through a pack of cards, the spectator says stop, and they think they're picking it random, but they're not. You're just pulling the top card off the deck. Uh, and then from there, you can do what you want with the trick because when you say it's a normal pack of cards all you've got to do is note the top card and then as you ruffle through it your two fingers your sort of pinky finger and your ring finger will hold the back of the cards and you do it in such a swift motion you do it in such a swift motion it will pull that card from the top to the middle of the deck and that's why it's called the slip force so they're not really picking a card you're picking it for them and then from there, you can do what you want with the magic trick because you know the card, so it's just up to you to be imaginative with the trick. Um, another good card trick is where you shuffle the card and the magician pulls off the top card and goes to the, to the spectator, that's your card, puts it back on top, takes the card off the top, puts it into the middle of the deck, riffles through the deck and the card magically jumps all through the deck to the top of the card cards again that's a, that's probably one of the simplest um it is simple but to get it good you've got to get a lot of scam that's called a double lift you can get triple lifts and things like that but it's mainly a double lift and that's just where you're picking two cards up at the same time so when you pick two cards up at the same time and say that's your card put it back down and then give them a card or put it back in the deck it's not the actual card that's their card so you can do a lot of tricks with that 
Um, and along with that, you've got, um, with like I've already said about the um, forced card, um, you can do something called a false cut, which is where you cut a deck of cards and it still remains in its same position. Um, if you do do something like cuts, cuts don't really break up the deck as much as a shuffle does. So you'll find a lot of cuts in tricks because sometimes you can keep two cards or three cards together. So if you split a deck, say, and you looked at the card that you've split from, you can that's known as a marker card. So normally that's on top, but if you reverse it, it'll be on the bottom. That was a shit way of explaining that. I am doing my best. Um, and then as I got into magic, people like, obviously, David Blaine came out, the street magicians came out, and then Darren Brown came out. Darren Brown did start in card magic, and um, that went to mental magic. Uh, he did a he did a nice trick where he was playing chess with grandmasters, um, and I think he won some of them and drew some of them. Uh, basically, he wasn't playing the grandmasters. The grandmasters were playing themselves, so... To do that trick is good. It's really, really impressive. But number one game will be playing against number three game. So them two grandmasters is is just basically opposite in playing the games. So it's not in playing. It's it's like playing the grandmasters off against themselves. Um, he did do a, an amazing card trick with Stephen Fry, and I have put the card trick in the description. And this is called Smoke. Um. And that's a, that is probably one of the best tricks, card tricks that I've seen. It really is impressive, but it's a fake deck. It's a fake deck. Um, it's nothing to do with mentalism. It's nothing to do with suggestion. It's nothing to do with the colours on the table. Just watch the trick, because I'll be crap of explaining it, but it is a forced... Um, it's not a forced card, no. It's a fake deck, sorry. It's a fake deck. Um... And you can buy it on Amazon for £40, £38, something like that. Um, I'm not going to tell you the deck, because you can go out and research that yourself. It's really easy to find the deck. Um, but yeah, unfor and unfortunately, that's a fake deck. That is That trick is Smoke by Darren Brown. So I have put the description in the... Um, you in I've put I have put the YouTube link in my description. I'm all about sods today. It's a Sunday morning, that's why. Um so yeah, that's a fake deck. Um basically the deck is comprised of eight cards and then the eight cards repeat. So when you shuffle so like when you spread out on the table one way, it'll be eight cards, then the same eight, eight cards will repeat and then they'll repeat and so on. And if you do it the other way, them eight cards aren't in that pack. So one way is eight cards, repeat eight cards. The other way, if you spread it out, them eight cards aren't going to be in the deck. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's fucking horrible when like you find out how some tricks work because it just takes the pizzazz, the pizzazz, the pizzazz out of it all. Um, but yeah, that's a fake deck that um, he uses for that. As I say, that trick is in the description. Um, all the tricks comprise of um, magic um, coins and things like that. Some of the coins are like fake, as I've said in the in the um, David Blaine one of the bite off coin. Um, some of them are magnetic. You get magnetic rings. A lot of the tricks coming out now are all gadgets, um, like slates um, and things like that. There was one trick where 
you ask someone to think like think of something and write it on a bit of paper and then the magician guesses it right on his bit of paper basically all that is is if you watch the trick carefully you'll know how it works but the gadget to that is the magician has got a bit of lead under his thumbnail or fingernail and that's all that is uh the same the same can apply to like the slates and things like that um but yeah i did these magic tricks and like it was good but it was disappointing as well one uh, i did see an illusion trick the guy showed me how it was done that i did see and i saw it on an iron maiden concert and i want to say the magician name was someone drake or blake but I'm not too sure. But he basically stuck a knife in his arm and all this blood poured out as he was, like, wrapping it round, like, pretending to, like, go round his arm and cut it off and all. And then he took the knife off and his arm was fine. Um, all basically that is, it's a secret compartment in the handle. So the blade looks real. The blade is real. Uh, and it can be dangerous. But when you push a mechanism, it pushes the blade out and it's got, a, it's got like, a, um, a curve cut for your arm. Um, so it's like the old arrow in the head trick where it goes over your head that's basically all that is and then whatever mechanism you've got in the knife pumps the blood out um, to make it look real and then some knives probably I mean this was when I, I'm 41 now so I'm talking about maybe when I was 13, 12 I went for these lessons um, so the mechanisms are going to have a lot better system on them um, as far as the big illusions concerned have I said I never really I never really wanted to do anything like that. I was all into the vanishing, all into the car tricks, um, like things like that. I did always want to learn the the, the three card trick, find the queen, you know, fight, chase the ace sort of thing. And that is such a scam. If if you see that in the street, even if you know how it's done, you, you just cannot win on it. It's impossible to win. And when it's done good, you've got no chance. You, you've just got no chance whatsoever. Because even if you guess the right card, they'll flip it. So... It's not the right card. That basically works as you would have the ace facing you. And that would be held with your middle finger and your thumb. And then you would have a secondary card behind it with your index finger and your thumb. And they'll say, that's the ace, chase the ace. And obviously you'd have one card in your left hand to do the sort of shuffle. Um, instead of dropping what would look like the ace the flip the back card so what you're actually chasing is not even the ace and if he was luckily if he was luckily if he was lucky enough to find the ace they normally use the other card to turn it over with so they do sort of like a sleight of hand um other tricks can comprise of um secret coded things like that so like if if like someone's got something in a bag and the magician's describing it, or they're describing it, there'll be secret code words, that that normally takes place with like, um, like two magicians, that wasn't even described any good was it, that was fucking rubbish, bit of description, um, going off subject, because we mentioned Darren Brown about mental uh, magic, um, and things like that, he does a lot of psychic stuff, as you probably know, I'm into the paranormal. I've studied that as well. So magic did come in handy with studying the paranormal stuff as well because it was just the makeup of the psychology of how misdirection works and how people perceive, perceive, perceive things. That came in handy with um, 
paranormal research and magic but I did go down the path of mental magic and Darren Brown does a lot of that th stuff like Houdini did Houdini was an escapologist um, and he was also a magician uh, he tried to research I'm talking about Houdini now he researched um, mediums and psychics for about I think it was 40 odd years and he could never find anyone that he couldn't replicate and Darren Brown has also done some stuff like that. What psychics on my... And I'm not dissing all psychics. I have tried to get psychics on my um, podcast. Um, so that's something that's something I am looking into doing. Uh, I do do other stuff on my YouTube channel. Like I've spoke about the Ouija board, the pendulum effect. Um, I've gone to some haunted places. Um, and I'm doing a lot more on urban legend and things like that. But I digress. So I come back. Um, so yeah, I got into mental magic. Um, and as I got into my paranormal studying seriously, it sort of linked with the my mental magic because there's something that psychics can use and it's called cold reading. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it, so you, you, you're you going to have to Google it. But basically, some psychics will research the 10 most common things that are left around the house. Remember, if you go to a psychic... And this isn't about dissing psychics. I'm going to get to the cold reading bit in a minute. Uh, if you go to a, a psychic, you, it's more or less you want to know something. And normally... I'm not saying all psychics know the scamming because they might believe they've got something like a gift when... Oh, excuse me. A gift when, like, they actually haven't. Um, but it's called cold reading. And it's like... It's like a combination of that. How can I best describe it? It's the best combination of things of reading someone's reactions to things and maybe saying, I can see an old lady stood behind you and she's pointing to a heart or a knee. Now, everyone knows someone who's died who's maybe an old lady, a friend, a neighbour, a family member. Uh, one of the most common things that people all have is a knee problem. So as soon as you hit the nail on the head with an old lady, you've basically got them. Um, and then with the knee, you've got them again. Because psychologically, if it's 10 hits and seven of them, seven of them are wrong, you're going to remember the three more than the seven. Because that's just how it works. Because you just be wowed by it. And psychologically, you'll forget about, like, the seven bad ones and this is how Dar like darren brown does some of his shows when he like stands up the audience and does that and then he's really good at it i'm nowhere near as good i just know the makeup and the the mechanics of tricks um but that's like a um what's the word i'm looking for that's a technique he uses and how psychics use to um get things like that <laughs> so yeah be just, just be careful if you do go to a psychic. I mean, it's up to you. It's some your choice. You believe what you want to believe, but just make aware the are techniques that they do use. Um, a book that Houdini did was called A Magician Among the Spirits, uh, and that was really good. Um, I was halfway through that, then I fucking lost it, and it pissed me off because it was about forty quid. Um, yeah, so if I mean, if you are into magic, go. Do some research, check out some books and that. Um, the, as I say, the cup and balls you can find in all, all sort of magic sets for kids and that. But if that's done properly, that's just amazing. The, f the, f the fluidness of it is fucking, 
it's, it's just crazy. Um, as I say, card tricks, we've talked about the double lift, which is you pick two cards up at the same time, uh, and you can do anything with that, really. The slip force, um, there's loads of force in with cards. It's like called a force. So, if again, I've, as I've mentioned before, if someone, like a magician, says pick a card, any card, be very wary because he's either going to know what card you're picking or he's making you pick a card that he wants you to pick. So, um, uh, then you've got the, f well, we've got the, so we've got the double lift. We've got the force card. We've got the split force is where you ruffle through the pack and you pull the top card off into the middle of the deck. Uh, you have got something called the finger break, which does go good with the slip force, double f lift and... The f false cut. I'm just, I'm just looking at my notes, trying to get a, a trick together from my mind. If like we could make one up from that and the finger break. Okay, so one trick I used to do with the slip force is you show the spectator normal pack of cards. You note the top card. So just say it's the Ace of Spades. We'll do that because it's going to be easy. Now bear with me because I'll probably get this wrong. You say I'm going to ruffle through the pack and you tell me when to stop. So you ruffle ruffle through the pack and they say stop but you've already ruffled through the pack and you say you haven't said it fast enough come on we need to be faster so that's part of the misdirection um you ruffle it through stop slip force it so now the ace of spades is in the middle of the deck so now you know what card it is basically so you can do anything you want with this trick because you know it's the ace of spades so you say that's your card pick it up look at it remember it you close your eyes they'll put it back in now when you put the card the the, the the like top part of the deck back on a finger break is where your middle and um, not your middle your little finger will be just edging over the corner of the bottom of the deck so your little finger will be on top of his card or her card which is the ace of spades then you top put the top deck back on the other half of the card. I hope you're following this and I'm not ballsing it up. So from his view, he just think or her view, they like just think it's put together properly. But really, you've got your middle finger in between the two decks. So from there, you can just do a normal cut of the deck and bring the ace of spade back to the top of the deck. So now it's the top card. Then you can use the double lift, or you have to do some patter before some speaking before saying, Right, I feel you're a psychically strong person and we've got magic here. So you can either put the deck on the top of the, uh, the like deck of cards on top of a table, keep them in your hand, ruffle through them, and go after three, we'll get your card to, to the top of the deck, ruffle through it to the top of the deck so you pull it up you do the double lift and you say that's your card and he goes no and you go oh shit it didn't work so you put that back down and you give him the second well what he thinks or she thinks is the second card in the deck but really you're giving them back the ace of spades but they think it's not the ace of spades and then you can go well what's your name and if it's andrew you go well we'll spell your name as andy a n d y that's your card on like the way they'll go no and says well what the fucking hell's your card then i thought that was your card that i gave you he says no that was the say the three of clubs and you go are you sure about that and when they turn it over it's the ace of spades obviously it's a lot better when you do it and not being um describing it over 
a podcast because I, I don't think I described it very well. But that's basically what you could do, and that's got what that's got the slip force, double lift, finger brake. So you've got three um, mechanisms there to form one car trick. But with just them three, you could do a car trick where you don't have to even touch the deck. Um, they do all the work. Um, well, no, not just with them like them. Sorry, no, that's a different trick. I balls that one up. Ah, shit. Uh, you can do a trick, sorry. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself on, like, my notes with them. Just doing a self-working car trick, really, which is a self-working track. car trick means you've got no... Um, You've got no sleight of hand, it's just a self-working car trick. But that does involve one tricky point where they've got to cut the deck and you've got to know what that bottom card is. Because once you start cutting the deck, the like deck of cards normally stays. That sort of key card and his card um, will stay pretty much where they are in the deck. Um, when people shuffle, don't think the cards are in any order because normally and sometimes you can get controlled shuffles a fault shuffle you've got the hindu shuffle fault shuffles and things like that you've got loads of card shuffles um so they can control the deck in any way but yeah that's my short um podcast on magic tricks i hope i've done all right uh, and i'm sorry if i've spoiled magic for like sort of anyone um if you cut a lady in half it's not the same lady it's only going to be two people faults or a false prosthetic limbs. Um, yeah, and out and like out of vanish things, you get there's you know you're gonna have a hole in the table. They're gonna drop things in between the legs. They're gonna have special paper that's made up to hold the shapes and things like things like that. So it so be being a magician is like being a scam artist. Well, it is a scam artist. You're conning people. There's no ifs or buts about it. But the like mechanisms and everything that goes into the trick is so interesting because it's so some of them are really clever but once you find out how a trick's done it's like ah bullshit like sort of these um there's one what's his name is 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 a european and he does a trick and it's called the tri it's called the tarantula and it's where a ring spins and it's just spinning in midair and it looks like he's controlling it and he can spin it onto someone's finger that all, like all basically that is is another gadget involving wax and wire and things like that so um yeah and as i said about the vanishing hanky you can buy them i think they're called the raven i think one of them is called raven and that's um y you can put that up your sleeve i think there is ones now where you can use them for short sleeves and things like that but I made one, I just used a bit of elastic safety pin and an old canister for an old 35mm film um, thing. So I just put a tissue in there, um, pulled my hand back, and then it shot on my sleeve. Uh, normally, they're not containers like that. They're normally like bits of bags, like sort of really soft, small bags that can hold a lot of things, like really soft material. I've maybe got some sort of clamping at the top to hold things in. 
so things don't fall out. So yeah, uh, and as I say, Dynamo, he he uses a lot of gadget things. These like mobile phone things and things like that are all gadgets, and it's like not real. They've they're going to have a lot of gadgets on them. Um, David Blaine levitating. Well, that's just a certain angle and him stepping on one foot. Um, yeah, so that's about it. But go check out Darren Brown's trick. Um, as I say, it's a false deck. It's a hundred percent false deck. It's it's not his trick. Um, I think he composed the trick of like the end part, but basically the trick isn't his. Um, but he makes it look so good, and it's one of the best tricks. Well, like one of the best card tricks, which is quite ironic because I've never really liked um, fixed decks. You like just go on Amazon and have a look for fixed decks. Uh, and there's loads of false decks there, which um, it it took it away from me a bit. I I always like a normal deck, but any time you say to someone, "Do you want to see a card trick?" they automatically think if it's a good trick, it's a fake deck. Um, I think Darren Brown has brought his own set of card decks out, and I think they are marked on the back. And I th I'm not sure if that's Darren Brown or David Blaine has got their own set of decks out and like the marks i think it's um going to be i think it's going to be darren brown because they're marked but yeah um so go check out his um smoke trick um as i say it's a false deck okay if you really really want to know just drop a comment and i'll tell you like where to get it from but i did a like search of it when i was researching that trick and i found it almost instantly um okay um thanks for listening please support the podcast if you can uh, like share subscribe to my youtube channel um i've put my youtube no i haven't put it in my description I won't put it in my description. Just type in the Tim Biscuit Podcast and you'll find me. Or just Google the Tim Biscuit Podcast and you'll find everything I'm doing that I am doing. Thanks for listening. Sorry if I've spoilt magic for you. And I'm sorry that I've um, not been very good at describing things. But it's quite hard to describe things. I'd, I'd be better if I did it on YouTube. But I'm not going to do that. I just thought somewhat different for a shitty Sunday morning. Anyway, I hope you're all doing okay. Please support the podcast um, and go check out my YouTube. Thanks very much. Bye.